Osiris. Hi, I'm Bob Crawford from the Avid Brothers, and the podcast you're listening to is part of the Osiris Network, a global community connecting passionate music fans with podcasts about music, artists, and culture. For more information about all the shows in our network, please visit OsirisPod.com. Osiris. Welcome in to episode 72 of The Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch, alongside... Jeff Kolath. And thanks for joining us as we take our weekly journey through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Jeff, what uh, what's the beverage of choice this week? Oh, shoot, what's it called? It's a bourbon that I just bought at the, uh, the, the store... Um, like barrel and bow or bow and something. Okay. So, I, God, terrible. This is, you put me on the spot. Is it, uh, is blade, it blade and blade, bow. Blade and bow. That sounds good. Right. Is yeah. it, uh, is it good? Yeah. I like it a lot. It's okay. very tasty. Uh, I'm drinking a, uh, a beer from my trip to Nashville, a bearded iris, a double dry hopped chief of chiefs. Ooh. Double IPA with uh, Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. It is quite, quite juicy and tasty. I wanted to call this bourbon hammer and sickle. <laughs> R.I.P. Nikolai Volkov. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, apologize, as we kind of we skipped a week. We try to we endeavor to release this every week, um, but. Uh, but we've been a little, we've been a little lackluster the last month, I have to say. So maybe we can get our stuff together, Jeff. What do you think? The fall is crazy busy, and I think for a lot of people, and it's crazy busy for me personally. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame, Harvey. Okay, it's, it's all your it's fault. Our, it's my fault that we're only doing one episode tonight instead of two. But uh, well, we've got lots of stuff to talk about. We're coming off of a. a, a run of three nights in St. Augustine for the, for the band for panic 3.1. Um, especially a third night with a crazy set list in the second set. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was quite the run It's sort of the opposite of what Nashville was as far as set list goes. Um, the, you know, I mean, I, I'll, I'll stand by the fact I thought the playing was really good in Nashville, but yeah, definitely they, uh, you know, got a little more creative in the, in the song choices in St. Augustine. Um, it's, which has seemed to, it has become sort of a, a destination now, right? I mean, this is like the yeah. third, third or fourth time they've been down there in the last mm-hmm. four or five years. And, um, so it seems like a pretty fun place to be. Um, um, yeah. Third night, lawyers, guns and money, second set opener, last straw, bears gone fishing, eh. But can't find my can't find my way home. Greta, Surprise Valley drums, Proving Ground, do what you like. Proving Ground, Surprise Valley, Last Dance. Yeah, and, and you and you texted me uh, during <laughs> after after the set ended, and he's like, "Got to be a Flip the Bird encore coming because they played Nobody's Loss, and you couldn't have been more wrong." I totally, uh, totally missed. Well, I just, <laughs> I, I mean, and so we'll get into this a little bit because it's you know we're going to talk about, but it seems like the the flip the bird encore is usually after a pretty 
large set, right? I mean, yeah. you know, it's like they lay it all out and then there's just not much left. And so I, I thought, you know, they're going to blow, they blow it up in the whole second set and it's getting late and maybe we'll just do a nobody's lost encore. But, uh, that was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they do nobody's lost no sugar. And then apparently come out for a, uh, an unscripted second encore. Um, which Joe, is that no, no, nobody told Jojo that that was, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty awesome. And that's just a response to the crowd. And, you know, it's sort of the opposite of what I think they, at least on Saturday night in Nashville, the crowd was not deserving of a second encore, but it's pretty cool that they, uh, that they did that down there. Um, yeah. The, I mean, the playing was great and, uh, yeah, it's a nice run. And I think probably everybody's looking forward to, uh, heading North to Milwaukee in a little less than a month now for three nights at the Riverside and then three nights in Vegas for Halloween. And have they announced New they Year's have, yet? They have not. Uh, I don't know historically when that is, if they do that after Halloween, that seems a little cutting it a little close. You'd have to yeah. think it would be. I, I've, I've started noticing that some, some, you know, mule just announced their new year's and, um, you know, I've seen a couple announcements of new year's runs in the last, uh, you know, week or so. So I have to think, um, panic should be coming up pretty soon. Um, man, I can't believe we're like talking about news. Like, <laughs> we, what's, ha- what's happening here? What's happening? What happening to this podcast? I think we need to, uh, we, we need, need to play some early nine. need to play some early nineties panic. I think to <laughs> cleanse the palate, need to, um, uh, get, get some new theme music or something. The, uh, but, what I do want to talk about is uh, I have a, a recommendation this week that I think um, probably I would hope that most of the people listening to this podcast are aware of, but um, if not, then definitely check it out. And that is the, the news in the last uh, couple of weeks um, from Curtis George and panic stream that those got, that they are now partnered with uh, the folks from Relisten and, um, uh, and all of the panic shows that are on panic stream are now available for streaming through re, uh, re-listen. That's the, the re-listen app, uh, which I think is, is Android too. I know it's iOS. You're the, you're in the Android world. Do you, do you know if yeah. the, re-listen, the re-listen app's available, right? Harvey, I didn't even know what re-listen was until you told me about it the other day. Okay. But it is available, right? I don't know. I'll let me look right now. Oh, good, good grief, Jeff. Um, <laughs> So not, but so I'll just speak from the from the Apple world. It's available on iOS. Uh, it's also available through Sonos. If you have a Sonos speaker, you can uh, play directly through Relisten, and um, it's essentially, you know, uh, the source of a majority of the stuff on Relisten is archive. So all the Grateful Dead sources, um, you know, just basically all the you know. Drive by Truckers, My Morning Jacket, all the big artists, not every single artist, but all the big artists uh, on archive.org are available through Relisten. Um, I believe Fish is as well. And then now Widespread Panic. So basically all the sources from Panic Stream are now available through Relisten. And that's uh, Relisten.net on the website. But I encourage you to, use, to continue to use Panic Stream and, um, you know, support Curtis, but uh, as far as a mobile experience, uh, the Relisten app, and um, you know, if you're a Sonos person, definitely install that plugin. I also noticed I have a CarPlay thing in my car, which is sort of the Apple uh, 
you know, car integration and Relisten has an app for that too, which is awesome. So like I can favorite shows and then like plug it in and pull it up and start streaming immediately and not have to fumble with my phone at all. What? Yeah. Right. I mean, we're in the, it's the 21st century, Jeff. How I, this is how I listen to music. I find uh, YouTube clips and then Bluetooth them off of my phone onto my, into my car. So, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Isn't it though? It really is. Um, doesn't that look like I can get it through my Android? Hmm. Listen, not on Android, huh? doesn't look like it unless I'm missing something. Um, do you have a Sonos speaker? I do, yes. What do you, uh, how many of them do you have? Um, I have, th- uh, four. They're, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of addictive. You like them? I love them. Yes. Um, we started with three, have one in sort of the main living room and one in, um, I guess we had one in the living room and one one in our bedroom and one in the boys' bedroom. And then we had like an Echo in the kitchen. And then Sonos came out with a new Sonos that has a disembodied Amazon voice in it. And so we bought that and replaced the Echo in the kitchen. And so now we have a Sonos in the kitchen as well, um, which is pretty awesome because our kitchen opens into our living room and we can pair those two together. And so we can play the music in the living room and the kitchen you know, and sort of have it be continuous as we move from one to the other. Do you have uh, your a turntable hooked up to it? I don't. That's the next step. My turntable's in a different room, but I have plans to to connect because I have I have one of my Sonos has the has an input. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like the one that hooks up to the stereo. It's not a speaker. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm going to hook up my, my turntable to that, uh, sometime in the next year or two. And that'll be Um, pretty awesome. I need to, uh, I I need to do that. Yeah. My friend has that. My friend Michael. Yeah. It's great. I mean, he doesn't listen to this show, but Hey Michael, how are you? (laughs) Um, but yeah, no. So like I have my Apple music and, I have a NugsNet subscription, so I can play NugsNet through that. And now I have Relisten through that. And um, I just like I have all my music at my fingertips at any time. So it's. You are so technologically advanced. That's that's what I do. Somebody's got to make up for it because I am not. <laughs> um, well, now you have to get an iPhone so you can play Relisten in your. I guess so. Car. Um, my recommendation is I'm actually going to recommend a record label today. Um, I'm going to recommend, recommend coal mine records out of Loveland, Ohio. And there might be some of you that are listening that have been with coal mine for a long time and know what they're up to, but it started by two brothers uh, in 2007. And basically they, uh, wanted to, they were wanted to start a record store and then ended up, um, uh, well, first they started they started a record label, then they started a record store. But they do this uh, really incredible work where they put out really kind of offbeat and rare um, old school R and B and soul music, deep soul stuff. And then they've been breaking some really great new artists lately. And one of the artists that they've been that I've been turned on to through them is this guy named Delvon Lamar, who has a really kick-ass organ trio and the record's called close but no cigar and it's organ drums and guitar i cannot recommend it enough it is if you love 
Booker T and the MGs, if you love the meters, um, any of that deep soul instrumental stuff, um, he's you're going to love this and it's fantastic. And then there's some other really great reissues, but check it out. Coal Mine, C-O-L-E-M-I-N-E records.com. Uh, I just ordered a bunch of stuff from them. Two, two have already come to town and then I'm waiting for two more to show up. And then they have a new band on their label that just put out a 45, but I think they're going to put out a, 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 an LP soon called Black Pumas, um, which is a duo from from Austin. And so in the, pretty much if you like the Alabama Shakes, you're going to like Black Pumas. And they're touring this fall, actually. They're in Memphis um, in early October, but I won't be there in Memphis. I'll be in Nashville for the Birds, uh, Marty Stewart, Sweetheart of the Rodeo show. So Oh, that's like October 4th or Eighth. something? 8th. 8th. Okay, yeah. So, I'm uh, I'm taking a trip to New Orleans the weekend before that, but I'm flying out of Nashville, and so I was looking to see if there are any shows to catch. And I was so I get back, I fly back into Nashville on the eighth, and the shows on the night of the night of the eighth. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think I'm going to head back home that day. But that's mm-hmm. cool. Let me know yeah. if you get into Nashville early and grab lunch or something. Uh, I can. I was planning on getting into town early. There you go. Okay. Right. okay well, now All right. We're, we're making to... plans in front of literally tens, hundreds of people. Tens of people. Hundreds. Well, let's talk uh, about our theme for the week, Harvey. Yeah. So you touched on it uh, a few minutes ago, um, and it's something that we've talked about a few times uh, in the seventy-two episodes, uh, and that is the uh, the flip the bird encore. Which is, as I say it, is a, probably a harsher term than it should be, um, but a, as it's defined, is a you know uh, a a good you know a solid to excellent show uh, second set that finishes and then the band comes out and just sort of drops a turd as an encore and I think generally that's probably a result of a uh, a time you know a, a curfew issue or you know, they, they got to get on the bus to get to the next town or maybe they're just wiped out. But, um, that, that is, uh, that's something that I've experienced a few times. I, I gave you a list, uh, of about 15, um, choices. And a couple of those I was in attendance at, uh, um, you, you didn't choose either of those, but the, uh, the one that stuck out to me, personally from my my history was the um cincinnati july 19th 2000 show which is i hadn't listened to in a long time and is really really good i listened to the whole show just because i wanted to refresh my memory and um i actually had front row tickets for that show my buddy brian like wow. you know went, went to tick you know went to the kroger and you know at Ticketmaster as soon as they went on sale and got front row tickets it was you know it's all reserved seating and um that was you know that was pretty cool but it was a great show and you know so the uh the second set was like um let's see if i can pull it up second set goes henry parsons proving ground fishwater proving ground airplane drums blight Port song space wrangler good 
uh, really, really good. I mean, the first set had an Ain't No Use Walk On, a uh, Party at Your Mama's House, Walk In Hatfield, Climb to Safety. I mean, it was a really good show, Hopeless World Opener. Um, so after all that, they come out and Encore is a one-armed Steve. You know. Now, Riverbend at Cincinnati is notorious in their curfews. So I assume that that's what was the result of that, that you come out and get a three-minute Encore. But... You know, a show like that, you're hoping to get a little bit more uh, in the encore slot. So, um, so anyway, you chose uh, four shows for us to to play this week uh, that qualify as flip the bird encores. And um, what we're going to do is basically, I think in all these scenarios, basically play the post drums and then the encore. So, I, I, you know, the, the flip. I was going to ask you a series of questions and I'm looking at the list that you, that, that you came up with and you only gave me a list of 96 through 2001. And so there are plenty more. Yeah. I guess I felt like, you know, pre 94, I think I'll maybe look through 95, but I guess I was like 94 earlier. It just felt like there wasn't as much um, consistency in the encore slot. And so you might get more, you know, and it's like, who knows? It's like the bar is closing. And so they, you know, play a whatever one song encore. Whereas I felt like once they got into sort of the modern era, the 95 on, um, you know, you, you expected generally either a one big song or two song encore miss nights. So can, okay. Can you, so flip the bird encore that you've decided you, we've decided is one song. Can it be a flip the bird encore if it's a great first song of an encore, but then a crappy second song? Um, no, well, no, I don't think so. I mean, it doesn't, it could be a two song. Like, you know, I think there was one, did, uh, you know, it was like, you know. You uh, put uh, 422-2001 with uh, old, Joe, old Joe, one arm Steve. Steve. Uh, that, that qualifies. That's, that's a two song that's a two <laughs> flip song the bird for- encore. But yeah, I mean, I think generally shorter songs, you know, maybe not always, uh, you know, big uplifting, not uplifting, but, you know, there's a song that's a closer that, you know, or an encore that, you you know, when, you, when they finish up, you expect big, you know, Chili Water, Henry Parsons, you know, Red Beans, Low Spark, whatever it needs, you know, you want to end with an exclamation point. And these are all, I think, examples of maybe not so much that. Um, can you? I like. I'm always a big fan of the two song encore. You know, it became slow very, fast. So yeah, slow fast, so on. Um, I think fast slow is always interesting. Sure. And I think there are certain songs that can can you that happens where you're like, okay, we can work with that. Um, like a dream song as the second song in a in a mm. fast slow encore. Or an end of the show, obviously, which is a great song, yeah. wherever it is. Um, but we're going to get to. We did not choose any any show any show where nobody's loss was a flip the bird encore. Um, but because but from basically May of ninety nine through November of two thousand two, they only played nobody's loss four times outside of an encore. Hmm. Five times outside of an encore. That's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Um, for such a, for a song that is really, I mean, I'm sorry if anybody likes that song. It's not that good of a song. No, it's a, it's a mid first set song. That's where, yeah. that's where it belongs. Um, 
but I was looking at the times when I saw it and both times I saw it, it was in an encore and it was the slow part of the fast part or so the, the slow part of the fast, uh, of the, of the slow, fast encore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think to me, it's always been, we, we talked a little bit about it after you went to the Nashville shows and do you, is no encore better than a flip the bird encore in your mind? Um, maybe if the, if the second set ends, you know, really, really well, you know, uh, it can't be a, um, bears gone fishing radio child post drums, but, but, you know, but if you get a big, you know, two or three songs post drums that are all, you know, uh, solid, you know, underlined bold type songs that I'm, yeah, I mean, I've never experienced, I mean, I don't know when was the last time they didn't play an encore in a non-festival set. I mean, forever ago. Yeah. I know they did it in uh, Chastain park in 96. Maybe they like ran right up to the, uh, to the curfew and just played a, a long second set. Like I'd be, I'd be fine with that. If you, if you have a drop dead time that you got to stop playing, then just, yeah, just play. Like don't, you know, don't stop, leave, come back, you know, waste three minutes and have to like start back up again. I uh, play one arm Steve. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather just see, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, choose a song, but you know, play it, play Mr. Soul there, or, you know, whatever. Um, instead of, a an encore break one arm Steve. So basically flip the bird encores are, one song, short songs that we're not particularly fans of. Is that fair? Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think there are songs that 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 I would that I would include as a flip the bird encore that I don't dislike, you know. But I just don't think rise to the status of an encore, especially a single song encore. You know, I mean, I think to be a single song encore, it has to be it has to be a big song. You know, not necessarily even like long, but it has to be, you know, last dance. Um, yeah. Don't be denied. Even Red Beans. I mean, you say what you want about Red Beans. I think that, that's a fine single song encore. That was actually my next question. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, let's play our first selection, which is from Spring Tour 96. Of course, everybody who's listened to the podcast knows how much we love Spring Tour 96. Um, this is a great show. We haven't played anything from this show. And this is uh, April 11th, 1996 from Hampton, 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 Sydney College in, uh, in Virginia. And post drums and start off with the appropriate for Farmville, Virginia, down on the farm. Thank you. 
So y'all still here? This song we like to play once in a while called Send Your Mind. It's a Van Morrison song. Thank you. 
April 11th, 1996, uh, from Hampton Sydney College in Farmville, Virginia. Post drums down on the farm into a driving song reprise, and then airplane into Pusherman, Proving Ground, and then the Flip the Bird Encore, Send Your Mind. Um, send Your Mind, I mean, you got to talk about an inverse for a show. I mean, Send Your Mind should be at the start of a show instead of at the end. Uh, this Proving Ground is massive and nasty. Um, this whole show is great actually, but, uh, love the proving ground closer. The airplane's really short, only in about seven, seven minutes and 45 seconds, give or take, but it uh, goes into a pretty strong pusher man. And then the down on the farm is always welcome and, and such a great song. And this one's kind of, this one's a little bit longer than usual too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a little bit of a jam out of it, which, uh, you know, was a spot where, um, I have to say like, I, I, I queued this show up and I mean, I, I'd looked at the set list, but you know, but when I sat down to listen to it, I didn't know the, you know, what was, what was coming next. Um, and it definitely struck me like five songs post drums, even though, you know, one of them is the second half of driving song just seemed like a, you know, a, a lot, um, after, uh, seemed like, you know, one of the last times that it, you know, before they really fell into the, you know, two to three song post drum, you know, routine, um, but yeah, down on the farm was really good. I didn't realize, I guess I always kind of put that song in the same class as, um, you know, bow legged or low spark or, you know, Arlene or fantasy maybe where there was a, I guess those others too, but yeah, I mean, generally like a one, once a tour kind of song. Um, I, I didn't realize how rare it was. I mean, mm-hmm. they literally, they played it six times between 89 and 02. Yeah, I we saw it in Huntsville in April of 99 and it was one of those things where after the show everybody was like down on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting, sitting at Waffle House of course after the show down on the farm. Um, it's a yeah. great song and I will say that uh, September has been a month full of little feet for me. Um not uh, not spent a lot of time with Little Feet, 
my best memory of Little Feet actually is a bartender at one of my favorite bars back in Madison, Woody Ann's, uh, the bartender Don, who loved Little Feet. And all, he equated Little Feet, his time going to see Little Feet with the times he was doing massive amounts of coke. So all the stories about seeing Little Feet were also combined with stories about doing masses of, massive amounts of coke. So for some reason, I always equated those two things, and I just kind of shooed Little Feet to the side, um, with the exception of Willen, of course. But I will say, Little Feet's a great band. Down on the Farm's a great song. Yeah, and Waiting for Columbus is a great live record. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, you can literally, like, you can almost count on one hand the number of times that, that they played this sort of in the modern era. They played it once in Sit and Ski. This was the next time at, in Farmville in uh, Virginia. Uh, the Red Mile in 96 was the time that I saw it, which is about six months after this, mm-hmm. uh, in October of 96. Uh, and then in uh, Ventura, California on April 1st. <laughs> Uh, four one ninety seven, and then Huntsville in ninety nine, and then Oak Mountain uh, in oh one, where they they brought a bunch of stuff out in that three night run. But um, yeah, I mean, so I guess three times in ninety six, once in ninety seven, and then once in ninety nine, once in oh one. So uh, yeah, super rarity. And I guess part of that may have been that I saw it, so it didn't feel like it was such a um, crazy bust out because it was like oh it couldn't have been that crazy if i saw it but um but it was i mean because i wasn't seeing a you know 50 shows a year or anything it was like you know um but anyway so that was a really good version um uh, and then the back half of the the driving this is the first time we've ever played just the the end of a song on the podcast but figured we have to do it eventually um, and then, uh, yeah. And then the one song, uh, flip the bird on course, send your mind. And, uh, I noticed it was like the, I, I wrote down the note. I don't know. I think it was Dave sent it like when they came back out and was like, Oh, so y'all still here for the encore. And I was like, I didn't know if that was a statement on the crowd's <laughs> participation or like, if it was just kind of a joke for them to say or, or what. But, um, I mean, obviously they were, uh, at, I mean, on a college campus so that that could have been part of it too that they were you know they had a hard hard stop um and and i you know send your mind's not bad as a if you're gonna have a flip the bird encore uh, it's not too bad it's just uh it's just short short and sweet not much to it okay so question and then we got to get on to the rest of the music because i'm sure everybody's tired of us talking but 96 this happened and it really it didn't happen much after 96 10 11 96 is a really good example of this is a second set that ends with papa's drums papa's mm-hmm. akin to a flip the bird encore mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i think so um because i can I agree rem- with you totally yeah, because I, I can remember, I, I don't know that I was specifically, I'm sure I saw that, um, but even just listening to it, it was like, you know, you're deep into a second set and Papa starts, which is, you know, good. You enjoy it, but you're like, we haven't even gotten drums yet. So yeah, we're, it's almost like, you know, at the point they start Papa's, you're like, yeah, we're getting a Papa's drums, Papa's, and that's it. Um, <laughs> and but you so still hold out hope, right? They drop into drums yeah. and you're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe we'll get a little something. And then, so, yeah, just the, just the end. 4996, um, Wilmington, 
uh, our beloved uh, six twenty five ninety six from Tips, uh, ten thirty okay. ten eleven uh, from Spartanburg, uh, three twenty eight ninety seven Warfield, uh, four twenty four ninety seven at the Beacon. Uh, so there's quite a few of these, uh, wow. but the 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 ten eleven ninety six one I think is is always the one that stuck out to me. But they made up for it because there's a really amazing uh, low spark encore on that show. So yeah, and, and everything. Be- all right, everything before that on the second set is oh, yeah. fantastic. So yeah, that shows um, yeah, black hole into pigeons and like that show's so good. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but I'm glad we agree on that. So the next selection is a rare instance of a top of a type of show that we call the afterglow show, which is the first show after a major run and a flip the bird encore. Um, (laughs) It's a double whammy, double whammy, which is interesting because I've waxed poetic about this show. We played a segment from this show. I think it is one of the best shows that panic has ever played. Um, And I do think it is better than anything they played at new Orleans in this year. Um, Mm. I know we've argued about it before. Um, but that's November 2nd, 1998 from the Macon City Auditorium, a beautiful building in downtown Macon, Georgia. If you've never seen a show there, you should. It's awesome. Um, so this is the Tuesday night after, or Tuesday night? Was New Orleans uh, Saturday, Sunday that year? I think it was Friday, Saturday. Was it Friday, Saturday? Yeah, because the year before was a Friday night, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. Okay. So it's a Monday. So this would have been oh, a, a Monday, Monday, of course, because yeah. it's the last, yeah, dance, last dance opener. Yeah. Um, sorry, everybody. It's been a long week. Um, so last dance disco walk and opener. Last dance disco walk and rock opener. Greta just kissed my baby. You'll be fine. Eh. Happy you got yours. Makes sense. Eh. And then second set. Ride me high. Hatfield airplane one by one. Seriously. That's and all right. I, C Brown, Let It Rock with Blackman, first Let It Rock since 91. And then what we're going to play, you post drums. And then the great Flip the Bird Encore. This show is so good, everybody. I just, 11 2, 11-3, 11-5, 11-6. Can, can a show be truly great with a Flip the Bird Encore? That's There's the question for you. That's, see, that's a good question. I think these are very, these are existential widespread panic questions that we're asking tonight. Um, can it be a can it be as a can it was a Papa Drums Papa's closer a flip the bird closer and can a great show have a flip the bird encore? I think it can. I okay. think it can because okay. I think what we're playing here, um, L.A. out of drums. If you heard L.A. coming out of drums, your what would your response had have been, Harvey? Me personally, yes, you personally. Um, uh, I'd probably go see if the bar still open for for last wow. call. Old. See, I think that would have been like, oh, this is this is this is interesting, right? No, it definitely is. In, some- in hindsight, it's definitely yeah. Oh, they're oh, they're doing something, doing something interesting here, right? Yeah, no. Listening to it with a more mature ear than I definitely was. Uh, I appreciate it more now than I would have at the age of you know twenty one or whatever it was. Um, but this is good stuff. Uh, so let's kick it off. November 2nd, 1998, Macon City Auditorium in Macon, Georgia, the home of the Allman Brothers Band, and Capricorn Records, post drums with Eliza's Apartment.
November 2nd, 1998, from the Macon City Auditorium in Macon, Georgia, you heard Postrum's uh, Eliza's Apartment into Stop Go into Conrad. Um, that's a really strong Postrum's trio. And then uh, Encore Chunk of Coal, the old, the old Flip the Bird Encore. And, I, and it, it's tough, you know, listening to it because, and again, like sometimes when I lis- listen to these shows, you know, I, I pick them out for whatever reason, looking at the set list on Everyday Companion. But when the time comes to actually sit down and listen to them, I'm not always, you know, I'm not looking at the set list, right? And so sometimes I'm not positive, you know, what's next. And so the encore starts and you kind of have the JoJo piano intro. And I'm like, is this like a, a blackout flip the bird encore? Which is, is possible. Um or one by one, or it was like, oh, no, it's Chunk of Coal. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, it's not terrible. It may be a little harsh to call it a, a Flip of the Bird Encore. But, again, you know, I I consider Chunk of Coal a, a mid-first set song, not a not a single song encore. It is a deep – it is a song. They play deep into show, sets. I mean, it's a, it's a frequent second encore song, um, 99 – in 2000, 2001, even into 2002 mm-hmm. a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's an O2 of O2 encore song. Um, 61301, Old Joe Chunk of Coal. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a, a Blue Indian Chunk of Coal from 112199. Mm, I'd probably go home unhappy with that. Um, and then your favorite, I'm sure, Radio Child uh, Chunk of Coal from 102397. Um, but yeah, I think that song is fine in a different placement, not good in the encore, but the stuff pre encore, this stop go Conrad is just relentless and awesome. Um, yeah, the crowd is that, that the crowd's great. I mean, this, uh, this is a great sounding audience tape, but the crowd, you can hear the crowd They're They're into it. It's pretty, pretty great in schools. It just crushes stop go. Yeah. I mean, every time I hear, a version like this, it makes me want to say, why did they ever not play stop go? Yes. I mean, it just seems like such a slot, you know, like post drums or even leading into drums. It's like, why do they even bother playing it first set, you know, without going into or coming out of something? It just seems like a waste, but it happened. Um, I will say chunk of coal to me is it's, it's a flip the bird set closer too. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. um, you know, we played something from 11 to 2001, the selection with, uh, in the sandwich, one of the sandwich shows with the dirty dozen right at mom, Arlene, right at mom. And I've told this story about the don't tell the band chunk of coal, um, set closer, which is a double flip the bird set closer. Um, but yeah, I just think it's something that's good buried in the middle of a set and I don't have any issue with it, but I want to know something's coming after it. Um, okay, so here's a, here's a bit of trivia for you. Of all of the times that Stop Go was played, would you say uh, more often in the first or second set? I would say first set. Uh, 755 plays, 385 in the first set. So 51% first set. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty even split. Yeah, I actually was, I would have thought it would have been a little, yeah, I would have thought it might have been a little heavier, but still. Yeah, fifty-one percent first set. First set stop goes are obviously much different than second set stop goes. I yep. think that's a fair statement. 
and there's a lot of singles, obviously single sets, single set shows in '93 and '94 where it was played too. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good show. It's a good song anywhere, but definitely should be somewhere in the second set, I think, because it's that. Yeah, it should be in a in a uh, you know in a in a cleanup type position. Yes, you know, it needs to come up with men on the bass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I agree. So, okay, uh, what's next? Our third selection is we made a, I, oh, well, I made a audible before we went to, we went to tape tonight and chose, uh, two, uh, a show from 2000, the, which is a year, a year that was chock full of flip the bird encore. Yes, I have to say it may, that may have been partially because the arrival of, uh, of old Joe, <laughs> Which I think we can agree. I think, do we agree, Harvey, that Old Joe is the quintessential flip the word encore? I think so. I think so. So we have to play it. Um, and we're going to go uh, August 19th, August 20th, the, the two show run in Keystone, Colorado. It started off just face meltingly good, mm. maggot chili, floozy chili. I mean, how that's like about as good as you can do for an opener of a two night run. Pretty good. Uh, Dirty Dozen the first night. Uh, Carl Denson, uh, second night, Dirty Dozen a little bit again on the second Stanley Jordan on the second night. Mm-hmm. Um, double Great encore. Run. Great run. Um, but again, it begs, One week the spot. Qu- <laughs> it begs the question, why even bother? Just, right. <laughs> just, I mean, just play Fishwater a little bit longer. Fishwater a little bit longer and just drop your guitars on the ground and walk out. It's just, don't even bother with this, but you're going to have to sit through it, but just like we had to sit through it. Uh, August 19th, 2000, River Run, Keystone, Colorado. Post drums with the Dirty Dozen Rass Man getting started with Superstition.
Underneath 
night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Dirty Dozen Brass Band, Mr. Kyle Denson, Mr. Stanley Jordan. Thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow night. All right, August 19th, 2000 from River Run in Keystone, Colorado. Post drums with the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, Superstition into Red Hot Mama in the Fishwater, followed up by the Flip the Bird Encore, the quintessential Flip the Bird Encore of Old Joe. And this show, 819-2000, great show all the way through. Just an amazing way to start off this great two-night run. Second night, even the second night. Has very few weak spots. Uh, great guests, great playing all the way along. Um, again, it just begs the question: Why? Why even bother with the encore in this night? I think it's just it's a. Uh, there are very few shows I can actually question that, even with the flip the bird. But I think this is one that I can do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, just uh, I'd be happy happier going home on the on the fishwater closer with a dozen than old Joe. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't have much a, else to say. Have you ever left a show early? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. If I did, it wasn't because of the playing. <laughs> 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 but I, I'm pretty sure that I didn't. Um, you know, yeah. I've shown up late a couple times, rarely. But um, yeah, no, I don't think I ever left. You left early, right? Yep. 2000? Uh, 99. Jaded Jeff. Jaded Jeff era. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, missed Let's Get the Show on the Road. That's okay. I caught mm-hmm. it eventually. But uh yeah. but yeah, I leave shows early all the time now. It's uh it's it's very freeing it to, be is. Able to do that. It's sort of like the you know, I don't know how many shows you've gone to solo, but that's definitely a freeing thing of not oh, for being sure. beholden to any other person's you know interests or desires and yeah. just go when you want and sit where you want or stand where you want and you know yeah. wander around go yeah. Look at stuff. yeah absolutely um and you know and everybody knows we're, we're all happily married everybody we're all or we're just you know we like just going to shows by ourselves <laughs> <laughs> um so let's go. We're going to see in the year 2000 and we're going to close this out with what I think is probably a forgotten show in some ways, oh, um, which is too bad, I think. And this is one that I remember distinctly the show happening and looking at the set list on paper and being completely relieved because they played a bunch of stuff that I didn't want to hear the next night in Carbondale. Because um, I had gone to the night before in Champagne, skipped Murray, and then was going to drive back to Carbondale on Friday night. And, uh, but at the time I didn't really, and I, and again, I still, if I had to skip one of the three shows, I skipped the right one. But this is a great show. Um, and I like that they played it in Murray, Kentucky. I've been to Murray a, f- a, co- a few times since Murrah, then. Murrah Kentucky. Not a lot happening in Murrah, um, but uh, it's great that Panic went there and, and brought the uh, brought Western Kentucky some 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 love. But this is a great show, and I think first set is not bad. The second set's pretty good, and again, the set list is a bit deceiving. Yeah, I mean, this is. I think you have to consider that this is a band that's really. I mean, they're they're at a good place, and I think you know Sam talked about 
Mm-hmm. All of 2000 being, and, and just this whole tour being one of his favorites uh, of just sort of where the band was. And uh, I think it shows when you listen to the playing and that a lot of times set lists don't, don't reflect, um, you know, the, the energy that's being put out on the, on the stage. And uh, I think this is definitely a good example of this post drums. Yeah. And this is, um, it was one of those things when the set list came across the wire uh, and somebody wrote in magic bus, it was like, well, is this just one of those jam things? And it's like, it's a legitimate magic bus. You can call it magic bus. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely spur of the moment. It seems like from schools, Um, but a great post drums. uh, And then a, an okay flip the bird encore. But I think this is another good example of a flip the bird encore too. So November 30th, 2000, the MSU Regional Special Event Center in Murrah, Kentucky.
November 30th, 2000, the home of the racers, Murray, Kentucky, the MSU Regional Special Events Center. Um, you heard Postrum's Magic Bus into Knocking Around the Zoo, into Pilgrims, into Blackout Blues, uh, which I would maybe say is a flip the bird closer, but and then um, an encore of Blue Indian, um, which in some, yeah, it has, you know, has its moments as being sort of a, a crowd pleaser, but. I don't know that it quite holds the gravitas of being a one song encore. No, I definitely not. It's, I will say that, uh, I was never pleased when blue Indian came across the, uh, the PA, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely not a, uh, definitely not a solo encore spot for this song. Um, and then obviously the next night, uh, at Carbondale, which was the first archives released December 1st, 2000, um, that shows just wall to wall, um, greatness, but, so um, blue Indian is always a flip the bird on car from 11, three, 2002, uh, from San Francisco with a airplane Papa's Mr. Soul post drums. Yep. Again, just, just walk away just walk, <laughs> just walk away or i mean wouldn't you prefer i mean I, honestly okay here's your choice drums airplane papa's blue indian mr soul no encore or drums airplane papa's mr soul encore blue indian i think the former yeah i mean you'd uh, it's the same number of songs i just would prefer to not i'd rather close on mr soul I think it would be the uh, like it goes into after Papa's airplane, and then it goes to Blue Indian. And be like, really? That's an interesting place for that. But as soon as Blue Indian starts to wind down, and then Todd starts playing the 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 the, the drum for the drums for Mister Soul, you're like, okay, now this is going somewhere. It's like you've forgotten that they even played Blue Indian at that point, right? And I would also say the other positive of of that kind of situation when you're late in the show and you get a song like blue Indian, you're like okay well this is not going to be the closer at least like <laughs> we've got, true. we that's have one true. more at least one more good one yeah so. it's been in the uh next to last slot i think several times has it ever closed no besides besides the single encore yeah it's been in the next to last slot a few times um, we could have just done this whole episode of me asking you, "Ain't life grand?" Flip the bird encore? Question mark. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, and I mean, uh, yeah, no, I mean that was porch song. Flip the bird no, encore? Definitely, definitely not. Definitely I agree, not. definitely not. Um, but yeah, it's a uh... so like okay, Blue Indian Halloween 2002, skin it back, Blue Indian knocking around the zoo. Like, what is the point of playing Blue Indian there? Um, I mean, I I would I would, I mean, if I had to choose having it there and being a three song encore, or having it not there in a two song, I'd rather have the the extra song there because wow. it's in effect. It's for inoffensive. Numbers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's just a little. It's a it's a bridge for you your know, again. They start that song. I know that I've got one more, and that's great. So I've got another song. So uh, for for the statistics on the back of your Harvey Couch trading card for 
how many songs you saw. And That's <laughs> right. Everyone yeah. counts, man. You can't get to 4192 unless you <laughs> count every single hit. Uh, uh, all right. Well, this has been an enjoyable episode, I think. And yeah. Some, some great music. Um, great music all the way through. Great Glad- music, crappy encores. But, um, but I, and I think that a lot of those were external factors and not necessarily uh, choices. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll, I mean, I think we've played definitely the quintessential Flip the Bird on Cardinal Joe, a novelty Flip the Bird with Send Your Mind, a potentially forgivable chunk of coal you're for, you're somewhat okay with blue indian i'm not um but we did not touch on nobody's loss hopeless world um you had gradle listed i don't think gradle's a flip the bird on course no I, I think you're you're probably right and i think i've even said on this show that i like gradle in in a late or in an encore but i guess i just don't think of it as a as a single song uh you know i'd rather gradle something yeah it can hold its own, but it it belongs somewhere else. But I think it can hold its own um, in that spot if it has to. Great so. old red beans. <laughs> Great old red beans. Uh, red beans. You've decided is not a flip the word encore. It's not. It's. I think it's fun. I mean, it's you know, and again, I think it sends you off with a smile on your face, and that's what that's what I look for uh in in an encore maybe that's the 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 running thread in my flip the bird encores Um, anything that sends harvey home happy no yeah or like if you send me home with like a sad face then it's that's a flip the bird you know so um i want to i've been checking our uh email our bonus tape yeah i'm glad somebody is I know I can't get or, to no it. no. Let me restate that. I'm glad you're doing something. Is what I meant yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm checking in every once in a while. All right. Um, but we had a comment that, of course, this is on live radio, and I'm not finding it right now. Um, but we had we've gotten some really good comments from folks. Not a ton, but those that do write have very ins- have great insight. I wanted to th- thank Zach Stendig. Um, who sent us an email eight days ago, but I wanted to thank him, well, from recording this. Um, he thanked us for doing such a great podcast. You're welcome, Zach. But he, uh, he says, throughout the episodes, you guys talk a lot about engaged JB. Would you consider doing an episode that highlights his playing guitar and or singing? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because uh, um, I do think that there's, you know, there was a time when... I feel like we've gone through various phases of the band, you know, because the late nineties were sort of, I think the best when the, when the band was at its best, except well, 90, late nineties, 2000. Um, but also the various varying stages of sound guys and the live mix and everything else. And so when we started going, there was definitely a turn JB up movement. Oh God. Do you remember I mean, stickers? Oh, sure. And I mean, t-shirts and t-shirts? I mean, I remember, I honestly can remember shows that I went to where I'm like, is he even plugged in? Because yeah. I can't hear it at all. Like, but on can tapes, he... can. yeah, I saw some, some, not all. <laughs> There's definitely some where it's just, it's just a wall of noise and you know, he's just not in, he's not in the mix. And I mean, I'm, this is mostly 96, you know, um, and maybe some in the 97, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's, I mean, I feel like that would take some work though to find. I mean, if, 
if Zach wants to make some suggestions, I'd be all about it. Um, so and Zach, I, I we're putting d- the ball in your court. <laughs> um, but I think uh, it almost has to be like soundboard. So I feel like you know, yeah. or maybe some two thousand stuff. I guess when maybe they hit it dialed in a little better. I will say, I mean, we've talked about it before. When J- Engage JB is def- it's vocal, but it's also rhythm guitar playing too, and that thing he does with the guitar where he pushes on it and like bends notes and stuff. I mean, um, but yes, there was definitely a time when I agree with you. We're like, is 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 that thing even plugged in? But then there was a time when Schools was really down in the mix too, um, mm-hmm. and you couldn't really hear him either. Uh, and then all of a sudden. It went the other. Flip the world upside down. <laughs> completely the other direction, and my ears still ring. So, um, but yeah, thank you, Zach, for the comment. We welcome all comments here on the Bluest Tape. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening again this week and listening every week. We'll try to get back on a regular schedule. Um, I think our well, actually, no, our college football playoff picks are already blown up since Wisconsin. Uh, Oof, man, I was going to send you a text, but I felt like it was Shat themselves against uh, Brigham Young uh, last weekend. Uh, but we still are riding strong with uh, Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson. And then in probably, God forbid, Ohio State this year again. Um, but we'll see what happens. And uh, college basketball season first practice coming up soon. So... Uh, Memphis and, and I mean, Kentucky don't, you know, going head Georgia. to head on some recruits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can have our leftovers. Um, <laughs> Georgia definitely should not be counting the SEC East title just yet because there's a there's a team in Kentucky that might have something to say about that. Ah, what is their record right? Now? Are they undefeated? Yeah, we're three now. Wow. Beat Florida for the first time in 32 years. That's a big um, deal. Schedule sets up pretty well. We'll see. They play Mississippi State. Well, by the time you hear this, they will have played Mississippi State and probably gotten their heads beat in. But we'll see. They look better. They look better than they've looked since I can remember. Yeah, keep up. They actually alive. have a defense. Yeah, we'll keep see. Keep up alive. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Yep, and uh, you know, follow us on all the uh, various uh, social media platforms on Twitter and uh, Facebook, and uh, shoot us emails, bluestape dot com. If you want to help support the podcast, we appreciate uh, any little bit that you can do. Um, You can go to bluestape.com and up there along the top of the screen, there's a row of icons and there's one that has a dollar sign on it. You can go click on that and donate uh, whatever you can afford to help, uh, help us pay the bills. We would appreciate that. And um, I've gotten, there've been a few messages about, getting together some t-shirts or, you know, the people would be willing to buy t-shirts to help support the podcast. And, um, so I think we've got a few ideas we need to, we need to, to work on that and, and get it, put it into motion. Yeah. And then, we'll come uh, up with something. Yeah. It'll, it will have, will we put something with like, uh, Confederate generals or. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> I think we should do, a Confederate general with your head and a Union general with my head, and then oh. it'll be like putting up our dukes or something in our. But we, we tend to agree more than disagree, so. And we could be fighting like at a gas station, and there would be like a logo ripoff above it. <laughs> Sold. Somebody make right. this happen, please. Please make this happen. Thanks for listening, right. everybody. Thank you. Oh, 
This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com. Every way Magic Boss 